everyone, and welcome to Gorgab. I am your host, hostess. Your hostess. I'm your hostess. Gorgab. <laughs> with the mostest, Uncle Pony Boy, and I'm here with the connoisseur of hand soap himself. That's me, DJ Gill. I love me a good hand soap. Dude, I watched uh, It Comes at Night, finally. Yes, I've been uh, telling you for a while. It was really good. Yeah. I liked it a lot. It's been a minute since I've seen it, so I don't quite remember all... Because there's a lot of detail in that movie and a lot left to be... Gotta unpack it. Yeah, just kind of figured out. Um, and I remember thinking about it quite a while after I watched it, but I don't remember what I thought of Like, I mean, I remember liking it, <laughs> but I don't remember what conclusions i can so ba- basically you remember that you watched that m- a movie called it comes at night at one point yeah, in your life i remember the basics but i don't remember the deep um meaning in behind like everything because there's a lot of i mean there's a lot of little like I, I, I don't know nothing is plainly stated in that movie so you gotta check. You gotta watch for those east, those Easter eggs, right? And you kind of, as the viewer, are left to concoct your own meaning. It's very ambiguous. I mean, there's definitely not like a, uh, there's no definitive ending. You don't really know what is actually going on in the movie. I mean, other than just like bits and pieces of uh, exposition by characters in the movie. Yeah. So I'd say, I mean, spoiler alert. Skip ahead thirty seconds or something. If you want to watch it, comes at night because it is streaming on. Uh, where did I watch that? Is it on Amazon, Amazon Prime? Amazon Prime, I think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, basically, I'm pretty sure that the whole con. I think I remember my feeling was that the whole idea behind it is that there doesn't need to be a monster or a virus or anything that's known because really the true scariest thing is humans and human nature yeah and i did some research after i watched it and kind of i i saw one thing saying that that the it that comes at night because nothing comes at night no there's no thing coming at night but that's like that's a common thread of like the human condition is being it's like instinctual to be scared of the dark so so i I really liked the movie a lot, but I feel like it's one of those movies where the trailers were really misleading. Yeah, for well, it. so th- I'm fairly certain that A24 does that on purpose. Yeah, I could, yeah. Because yeah. A24 has done that with a lot of movies. Like, The Witch would be one of them, where they market it as a general horror movie when it's actually a much. Um, There's more there. It's, than a, that. it's a more competent, like, film than a standard horror movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, but. I mean, kudos to them because they market it and people go watch it. Whether they like it or not, they paid the money to right, go yeah, see it. Yeah. Uh, and most of like most of them get favorable reviews from critics. Yeah, and so, you know, uh, with it comes at night and The Witch and Under the Skin or anything that A twenty four has put out like that. It's a lot of love from the critics, and then people just don't like it. Right, and that's because... because they, they're going to, they expect something like... They're going to see The Conjuring. They're going basically. to see a BH Productions. BH Productions, yeah. Is that... Yeah. Buttholes? Butthole Productions. Okay, yeah. So, but see now... What do you think about this this Spawn movie that, that Butthole Productions is putting out? I haven't seen anything about that. Didn't really? know that was a thing. But I... BH is kind of hit and miss for me. Uh, there, it's kind of like one of those things where you, 
I know what I'm getting into when I'm going to watch a BH movie. Uh, sometimes they are better than expected, but generally my expectations for a BH film are not very high. Right, yeah. But, like, the other night we watched... I watched Sinister for the first time. No, you've never seen that? I've never seen it, because... I enjoy Sinister. It, it was it was okay. Um, I liked it pretty well. It's a little cheesy. A lot of those well, BH movies have... A lot like of cheesy. BH movies have a lot of cheese in them. Right, so... But I also knew what I was getting... What I was getting into. Because I've seen the... The Conjuring, both of the Conjurings are okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Insidious is... Uh, Insidious, okay. the first one. I liked the first Insidious movie quite a bit. Um, but yeah, they're all like generally the same movie, just with kind of a little bit different storyline. But yeah. they, they all follow like the exact same like pace. And uh, oh and no, I mean stuff. it's a it's a cookie it's a cookie cutter type deal. I mean, right? It's but that see, James, the, James Wan thing. Where, yeah, and the, but they've got that down to a science, man. Where everything they release is they're releasing movies that were made for. Anywhere from a million to ten million dollars, and they're going out and making two hundred million dollars, right. which and is people, fucking insane. People love going to the movie theater and watching shitty jump scare horror movies, which uh, is fine. It's yeah. like it's like the same thing as like going to a haunted house. Like it, wh- what's scary at a haunted house is not any of the things you're actually seeing. It's just stuff jumping out at you. Yeah. Oh yeah. You walk around a corner and some dude in a Leather face mask with a chainsaw pops out. Right, but it's not the guy in the leather face mask that's scary. It's you not expecting or you anticipating having that buildup of something <clears throat> jumping out and then something jumping out and scary. Well, and we've talked about this before, but I think that there's a good way to do jump scares. I think when you earn it, it has to be minimal. The movie can't rely on. No, that's, it. that's what I mean. Like when you earn it, when you build tension. That's like Lights Out was 100%. Oh my God. But see, the thing about Lights Out is, when I watched Lights Out, the first, like, ten minutes of the movie, I was into it. When the dude's in, like, the factory or warehouse or whatever, and right. he's running yeah. from the thing, and it's, like, hitting the light, and then, like, leaving the light, and you can see it when it's out of the light. Like, that was a cool, or really, they, the way they did that was really cool. But everything after that was garbage. Right. Which, which I hate, because... I remember that when that Lights Out short film came out, I thought it was fucking terrifying. Yeah, no, and it's just, it, but do you need an hour and a half of it, or do you need just a but see, that's, short film of it? This is exactly what we're talking about, though, because the Lights Out short film earned the scare at the end. Right. Like, you know, it's got that, you know, it uses a couple of the same setups from the Lights Out movie, and then... At the end of the movie, when she, or at the end of the short film, when she, when she moves the blanket and she looked over, looks over, and that little like deformed demon girl is like sitting next to her nightstand, like flips the light off, like that's fucking scary, right? You know, it, I, they earned that by building the tension throughout that two minutes to lead up to that. Well, and I would say like another example of something that uses almost like the opposite of that effectively would be something like The Gift, okay, um, which is another Joel Egerton. Yeah, flick. yeah. Uh, but the entire time you're you're anxious because you're expecting jump scares, right? And like things to pop out, and it builds suspense. But they they never do it. Yeah, but, it's just tension building. But 100%. yeah, but by the end of the movie, you realize that for an hour and twenty minutes or an hour and a half, however long the movie is, whatever, you've been like 
just tensed up. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, see, and that's how I felt about Brawl and Cell Block 99. I felt like it was just like a slow fucking build to just explosion, like an explosion of violence that just punches you in the gut, basically. Which have you, you haven't finished that, have no, you? No, I haven't, I haven't finished it. I started it, watched the first hour of it, didn't finish it. It's really good. Uh, yeah, it, it was fine. I didn't like the way it was shot and edited. Really? Yeah, it had like the... Um, you wouldn't like Bone Tomahawk then, because it's the same type of thing. Uh, well, it's just like the... It, it's like... Um, looks like it was shot in like HDR. That high dynamic range. Yeah, and I just, it just that I, I, it's like I didn't know it didn't really bother me that much, but like there were a lot of scenes at the beginning of the movie where he's like driving around, where he's like outside. Yeah, and yeah. it just looks really like really bad to me. Really like, awesome, but uh, that has nothing to do with it really. That's just like kind of a me problem. Just, That's a personal Daniel, problem. Daniel, when he says really bad, he means really awesome usually. Uh, yeah. Right? Bad. Like Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Come me. on. So let's talk about a movie that we love. Okay. The movie we're doing this week. Yes. Chrome Skull. Laid to Rest. Dos. Dos. Right? Laid to Rest 2. So Laid to Rest is one of my favorite slasher movies of all in a time. long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's right up there. Like, it's just, it's gory and it's cheesy and in all the right ways no it's a perfect movie that's what in yeah no i i completely agree and robert hall who did the first one also came back he did uh laid to rest too mm-hmm. which this movie has a uh, brian austin green in it from, from the first one no from beverly hills 90210 oh okay you're talking about the the uh bag the wannabe yeah, he wants to be Chrome the Skull. The wannabe Chrome Skull, Chrome Core CEO. So we, we haven't really. Okay, so in the first movie, it's like a lone killer, right? Mm-hmm. Chrome Skull, who's uh, murdering a bunch of. Tech savvy yeah. uh, murderer. And he kills a bunch of people. So the, this movie this movie starts actually with a where, flashback yeah, yeah. to the end of the first movie. Not even a flashback, it, just where the. It literally picks up from where. The first movie leaves off. Yeah, and, it, and it's so at the end of the first movie, uh, there were two survivors of Chrome Skull's uh, rampage charades. That's a that's a Tommy, who is played by Tommy Decker. If you his name's Thomas, it's not Tommy. If you listen to the first episode uh, that we did on, not the first episode we did, but the episode we did on the first Laid Dress movie, he is. The author of Sexy Bitches Are My Favorite Bitches. Oh, dude, that's the best part of the first movie, probably. Yeah, and he, I mean, he he's the one that sings it. So he, he, he survived, right? Yes. At the end of the first movie. And then so did, oh, uh, what's her name, man? She was played by Bobby Sue Luther. Right. What was it, like, uh, slutty office worker? Slutty, not- slutty lawyer? So, yeah. She was just she was credited as just the girl in the first movie. Yeah, I don't. We don't ever know. Her, I don't think we ever find out her name. I'm just trying to remember what we called her in the other episode. Yeah, I can't. Yes, maybe uh, it was sexy, sexy, sexy paralegal. I don't think that. I don't, <laughs> that wasn't that for sure. Not what we called her. 
We'll just have to go back and listen. We'll edit this later. Yeah, no. We'll re we'll re edit this with the proper fake name for her. Not gonna. From do now it. on, we'll just call her not Bobby Sue Luther in this one. Yes, Bobby Sue Luther is the name of the actress of the actress that who played plays the girl, the girl survivor in the first movie. Yes. So they these two people survived Chrome Skull's attacks in the first one, and basically they're this movie starts with them driving away together off into the sunset, and then you see the cops pull in right after they leave, which is, this is where... The cops, in air quotes. Yeah, right, yeah. So, this is where we're also introduced to Brian Austin Green's character, Preston, which he is... He's one of the higher-ups, I guess, at, at Chrome Core. So, Chrome Core is... <laughs> Do we even know what, what Chrome Core is, really? Chrome, Chrome Core is a fictitious company made up by me. They're a, you didn't make that up. I made up Chrome Core. It's never actually called Chrome Core. I thought he had a, I thought he had a card that said Chrome Core on <laughs> Absolutely it. Absolutely not. So you made that up, and I just took it as fact? It, yes. And just like it burned into my brain that that's a real thing? Yes. That oh, is 100%. Wow. So what are they called? They're they're not. So it's a murder organization, a nameless murder organization. Yeah, it's basically just his. I guess, I guess after the first movie, maybe there was some criticism as to how's this guy doing this all alone. So, an entire company that backs him was invented. so Robert Hall was like, "I'll show you," and wrote right. He's like, core into the "Oh, script. you're gonna you're gonna bitch about him doing this on his own." Well, fuck you. Can we request that? Robert Hall uses the name Chrome Core in Laid to Rest Three. Yeah, which he's working on right now. I'm excited. By the way. No, I'm really, it. I'm really excited about uh, that. Very excited. So he, so <laughs> Chrome Core. Preston is like a higher up at, at Chrome Core. Once again, played by Bag, 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 Brian Austin Green from Beverly Hills 90210 and other stuff. I don't I'm, know anything else he's been in. Honestly, I didn't even know. Was, wasn't he in the Sharknado movies? No idea. Okay, <laughs> I don't. Know I'm, I'm not your guy for. I'm uh, not trying to do Brian Austin Green research yeah, before I'm, this episode. I'm not your guy. So he shows up with a bunch of of people, and it, it looks like the cops at first, but obviously they work for Chrome Core. Right. Maybe there is some cops, and they kill them. Yeah, they kill the cops that are there. Right. And then they load Chrome Skull. Somehow Chrome Skull is still alive after his face being melted off at the end right. of the first his movie. His face is a skull. Yeah, and not a, and not a chrome one. <laughs> no, it is straight up just a human skull with no skin yes. on the front. A legit, he has a legitimate skull face now. So he he they load him up into this uh, an ambulance. An ambulance. To quote that that's what that's how Denzel Washington says it in uh, Training Day. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? You ever seen Training Day? I've seen it. It's I don't remember. Somebody him. call an ambulance. I don't remember that, but okay. Well. I don't you remember. Should rewatch that. I, I don't remember things like this. Okay. I, know, I know it has know. Ethan Hawke in it, though. It does have. Where's Kaylee? She's over there. Kaylee loves some Ethan Hawke. It's true. So there's a scene where Brian Austin Green is literally just yells, "Follow the C7 protocol" into a phone a whole bunch of times, which we don't ever find out what the C7 protocol is. No, it's just a thing. It's a, I mean, it's Chrome a protocol. Core. Yeah, Chrome Core has the C7 it's protocol. Obviously something from the Chrome 
core handbook. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- which I'm actually authoring right now. <laughs> working on first drafts. And he he uses a like a Nokia 9600 cell phone to track the cell phone two, which I guess is in Chrome Skull's car, which is what Tommy and the girl drove off in. Which I so I get confused about a lot of things in this movie. So just uh, right off. Right off the bat, what, it, what year was this? What, what year did this come? Uh, two thousand eleven. Two thousand eleven. Okay, were smartphones a thing at that time? They had been for a while, I believe. I, I don't. I just don't. I don't actually remember when I got an iPhone and like all, because it seems like forever ago. But it, it possible. I mean, it, it's possible that we were not yet in the age of immediate, like. GPS, uh, data, information, all that stuff at this point. But I, it feels like we should have been. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I would say that we are definitely in that that era. Because I'll bring something up here in a minute. Okay. That this relates to. Okay. Not like a... Like in, a, like in an actual minute or like in 30 minutes? I don't know. Just when we get there. Where's... When is the, when is there uh, when the detectives come on the scene? You'll forget it. Okay, well I'll remember. It's fine. It's literally <laughs> it's the one. It's literally the one thing I have. Like, well, I'll remember it. It's literally the only thing I have to say about the movie, really. Okay. All right. Wait. Okay. I mean, that's acceptable. I, I mean, other than that, I I mean, I, I can talk about the movie, but I'm just saying this was the one thing I was like, I want to talk about. You that. sat down to take notes, and you were like, oh. And that's all, and that's all you wrote. This is down. all I need. Was whatever you're gonna say later is what, the only thing you wrote down. Yeah, and now it's been built up way too much because it's not that important. No, it's gonna or be interesting s- or funny at all. But that's the exact moment when people are gonna be like, delete. <laughs> Pro- probably <laughs> but delete from their from their podcasts on on their iPhone. That's fine, but I'm still yeah I'm still gonna bring it up. Okay. I, I'm just saying it's a talking point for later. Okay. All right. So that I needed this information for before we got there. So. Okay. Well, just whenever you get there, just poke me or something, or okay. just start talking. I guess you could just start talking. So this no, you said it was a Nokia. No, I just made that up. It, it's like a. It looks like one of the old Nokia brick phones. Okay, so basically a standard phone back yeah, in the day. Yeah, not okay. 2011. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So so Preston Bag is remember that. Yes. Re- keep that in mind. Keep it in mind. So they he's tracking. Tommy and the girl who have escaped Chrome Skull now with his old ass phone. Yes. And Tommy and the girl go to a motel room. Tommy's like, "Hey, I'm gonna get some food and some aspirin," because the girl's like, "Hey, I've got a, I've got a headache." And uh, then we get a, a quick flashback of literally the entire last like two minutes of the first movie. So Robert Hall, just to remind everyone what happened, goes back and and does a end of laid to rest flashback and then we get which i'm i'm fine with in this circumstance um oh yeah yeah it was a little off-putting when we watched both of the movies back to back right back to back yeah the first time we watched these we watched the first one and it was like okay let's go ahead and just watch the second one now because that one was fucking great but it was the, the little flashback was kind of nice this time around because i haven't watched laid to rest since we did the episode on it, which was probably like a year ago. Yeah, it's been a, a long... It was like our eighth episode or something. So, so 
that's why I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it, yeah. So it, it, it gives you Just like to get a, you right back in. It gives you a rundown of what happened. So I mean, right. You could watch this movie without having watched the first one. Yeah, yeah. So the so then Tommy leaves to go get headache medicine and Subway or something, and we get gratuitous nudity yeah, right off I, the bat. I was like, man, just like just some straight tit shots. No, it was gratuitous titties and buns. Yeah, right off the bat. Just like no, no holds bar. Like. Let's just give the kids what they came for. <laughs> and this is not Bobby Sue Luther. I just want to reiterate, <clears throat> this is whoever this is that took over that role of the girl. Oh, okay. Just one of them. <laughs> just, That's not, just, it's not the same person? Is that what we were talking about? Yeah, I, did, you know, I, I literally didn't even realize it wasn't the same person. We just talked about it like four times before we even actually started talking <laughs> about the movie. I wasn't paying attention. I was like, the girl played by not Bobby Sue Luther. We're going to call her... Not Bobby Sue Luther for the rest of this podcast. I thought you were just saying you that. You were like, yeah, uh-huh. I thought you were just saying that because you didn't uh, know her character's name. Yeah, just go with it, bro. I mean, whatever works. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, this is not... This is not Bobby Sue wow. Luther. Just to... I mean, I watched... I watched... She's only... Well, spoiler alert. She's only in the first, like, 15 of this movie. Well, yeah, she dies right here. I mean, she... Right. So she goes and t- to take a shower and wash the blood off of her from the, the Chrome skull massacre. And yeah, uh, she's in the shower and Preston shows up, which is bags character. Yes. And threatens her with a big fucking knife. And then this is a, there, there's some cool gore scenes in this one. I think the ones in the first movie for the most part were, were more, <laughs> more better. See, <laughs> see uh, and I was going to bring this up too. I, remember watching the first one and watching the second one and being slightly disappointed at the gore in the second one. It's gory, don't but, get me but wrong. But then when I watched it this time, I was like, this is a lot gorier than I, like a lot more graphic than I remember. To be fair, I'm pretty sure we were drinking beer that night when we watched the second one. Yes. And we had already watched the first one and it was like midnight when we started it. So. And I don't know if we watched the director's cut. Yeah, I don't know if we did either. And so I thought maybe maybe the first time we watched it we didn't watch the maybe we just watched like the rated yeah, version. Yeah. Uh so there may have been a little more. But yeah, it was a lot gorier than I remember. I was pretty happy with that. Yeah, yeah. So he Preston comes in and, and sticks not Bobby Sue Luther up with a knife, basically, and then slices her across mouth. her mouth. Yeah, he gives her like the uh the Joker. The Joker. Yeah. She's got like slices her her cheeks in half, basically. And then uh this this scene was pretty intense here. He stabs her in the gut and he starts twisting the knife. Yeah, this was pretty nasty. Yeah, and he like just like literally close up shot of him twisting the knife around in her stomach and her skin's like wrecked because it's like a big serrated fucking blade. Yeah, no, it was badass. Yeah, and he you know twists it around and stretches her belly skin out with it. Pretty disgusting. So she didn't last very long. Uh, Tommy <sighs> shows back up right and finds her. Chest cut open, her left breast's gone. Yeah. And got, he did, performed a mas, mastectomy. Mastec, mas, mastectomy. Mastectomy. How do you pronounce that word? Mast- doesn't, does, doesn't really matter. What, what was it, Kaylee? Mastectomy. Mastectomy? But there's a T in there. Is the T silent? No, no, no. It's after the S. Mas, it's after the it's M-A-S-T, right? I thought so, but... Kaylee, Google that shit. 
You're on your laptop right now. I don't have breasts, though, so I don't... I mean, you do have breasts. Okay. You don't have... Uh, <laughs> you don't have mammaries. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you have breasts. Dude. You can get breast cancer. Yes, I know that. <laughs> I'm just making sure you understand that. I'm trying to get a mastectomy. 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 Okay, confirm. Kaylee, can you bring that here, please? And play that into my microphone. I just want everybody to know how right I was. <laughs> here we go. Mastectomy. Yes, there it is. Mastectomy. So anyway, she gets her tit cut off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's basically. <laughs> with a serrated knife. Right. With like a hunter's knife. I was just looking for the medical term. Yeah, no, yeah, right. So she's dead. Tommy's still alive. We get cr the credits here, right? This is where it goes into the credits. So basically the credits are just them repairing Chrome Skull's uh, face. Yeah. Which this was, I liked this. This was really cool. Like lots of cool shots of them repairing like. Much better than the first movie's intro. Oh, yeah. The credit yeah. scenes in the first movie, I think we talked about them being lackluster. Yeah, not the best credits, opening credits scene so, I've ever seen. You can thank us because we talked shit about it and Robert Hall went ahead and came up with some good stuff. <laughs> yeah, way to go. <laughs> way to go, Robert. <laughs> even though, yeah. Even Hope though, you're listening <laughs> out there, man. Uh, even though we reviewed it six years after this movie came out. Dude, but we gave the first one like such a good review. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying we literally hadn't. Just a heads up now, this is going to get a great stab rating. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's already a 10 out of 10. Yeah, 10 out of 10 right at the bat. It's, and because of this credits, this credit scene elevates it. You don't even have to stick around for the rest of the podcast, really. No, 10 out of 10, <laughs> 5 for violence, 5 for enjoyability. Yeah, we're, we're done. Yeah. Uh, Do you really want to quit now? Sure. Nah, nah, let's not. Okay. Do you want to? Yeah. I feel like that was a legit yes. Oh, it was legit. You just want to drink more beer instead? Sounds good to just me. Just kidding. We're out of beer. It's true. So let's just finish this, I guess. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so, yeah, there's a credit scene. They repair his face. You see, like, they set his eyeballs in his skull and, like, put skin on his face and stuff. It was cool, man. It was, like, realistic enough that it was, like, gnarly. Yeah. Enjoyable. Gnarly. Is how I would describe it. 10 out of 10 intro. Yeah. So now we get Bag sitting at his giant, uh, like, 15-foot-long desk made out of glass in, like, a factory. It looks like a scene from Mortal Kombat for some reason. Yeah, yeah. And this is where it's... <laughs> yeah. For, <laughs> I don't know why. Like, yeah, no, but, I have no reason to say that. Like, But it makes sense for it, some reason. Yeah, it really does. So he... Danielle, this is so Danielle Harris is in the movie at this point, which she's kind of like a scream queen in her own right. She was in uh, Halloween movies when she was younger. She was in Hatchet. Yep. Uh, so she's like a modern day scream queen. Halloween four. Halloween four. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because she she's like little, and then she's in the reboots too. Yeah. She also is the main one of the main characters in the the Halloween reboots. Yeah. And so she the she's Rob in this. Zombie one. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah okay. She's in uh, both both of them. Yeah. So the doctor comes in. She comes in, and and the doctor come in at the same time. The doctor says they saved Chrome Skull somehow, some way. They made this guy live again after reattaching all of his facial features. It's great. It's that classic slasher horror 
trope where the villain can't die no matter what you do to him. Yeah, well, and, and so Bag tells Chrome Skull at this point, like, hey, dude, by the way, I killed that bitch for you, talking about the girl. And Chrome Skull is not having it. He's pissed. Oh, yeah. Right? He's not happy. He wanted her for himself, basically. So that's, I mean, that's basically all there is on that scene. It's just like a quick, like, we find out basically that Bag works for Chrome Skull. Danielle Harris works for Chrome Skull. You're starting to see the... The inner workings of Chrome Core. Of Chrome Core, yeah. So, so we see, we get a quick scene, too. We get introduced here to the two cops in this movie. Max and King are their names. Yes, so here's what I wanted to discuss. Oh, okay, here we go. They come into the hotel room, and they find the dead girl. Mm-hmm. And she has Chrome Skull's phone one. Yeah, yeah. And he says something about, what are you doing with a $10,000 phone in a $50 <laughs> motel? A $10,000 phone? That is a, that is a direct quote from the movie. You have to remember, too, that this came out years after the Nokia phones were out. Like, this I is mean, like they, a phone, like, I would have this phone still if I was like, man, I want to play, like, original Snake right I, now. iPhone iPhone was a thing. What year did the iPhone come out? Let's look it up. Well, dude, I had a, I had a like, uh, I had a touchscreen phone with a stylus that did everything that my phones do I mean, the, now in like two thousand seven. The Sidekick was out at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like, yeah. No, I mean you could do apps and shit. Do that uh, iPhone one. Google that. Original. Original release. iPhone release date. Yeah. Because I feel June like June 29th, two thousand seven. Yeah. So we are four years into iPhone life, and their phone, which has GPS capabilities, that's the only capability. It has. <laughs> and text messaging. Yes. And you can put a password on it. Yeah. We know that because in both movies, but it's still nobody it's, knows Chrome Skull's password. It's not an. It's not. It's back when. It's before they had, like. It's one of those phones that has like a monochromatic screen. I don't know the correct terms for it, but like it also has chrome buttons. Yeah, that may be why it's ten thousand dollars. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Okay, that makes sense. <clears throat> okay, yeah, never mind. Okay, yeah, no. Totally makes sense. Ten thousand dollar chrome plated phone. Yeah. But it's just the buttons. <laughs> I just was like I You can get some wheels chrome plated for a few hundred bucks. I man. literally had to I literally paused the movie rewound it and watched the scene again because I was kind of, I kind of wasn't paying attention and I heard $10,000 phone and I was like, I just kind of did a double take. <laughs> maybe, maybe Chrome Skull's a poser though. And he pulled the buttons out of his phone and spray painted them Chrome spray paint colored. Uh, that, <laughs> that phone could be solid gold. Or like you thought about that way more than you ever needed to. And it shouldn't be $10,000. Hold, hold on a second, man. Has a Since the invention of cell phones, has there been a phone that is actually $10,000? Yeah, yeah. No. I don't, I don't think so. I said, yeah, like I was like, yeah, there has, but I meant like, yeah, no. I mean, maybe in the 80s when they came out and they were like fucking bricks and like you had to be rich as fuck to have one in your car or whatever. But Get that bag phone, just carrying around that bag phone. I don't know, maybe go. satellite phones used to be really expensive. Maybe it's a satellite phone. No. Okay. Not in 2011. Okay. Unless they're in the fucking jungle somewhere. This but, isn't, this is what? listen, this isn't Congo. Oh, I thought okay. you were going to say Jurassic Park 3. 
also acceptable. Be- also an acceptable reference. Because the satellite phone is very crucial to the plot of that movie. Same with Congo. That's how they track, uh, what's her name's boyfriend, played uh, by Bruce Campbell. That's, that's how they track him down in the lost city of Zinj. <laughs> I just remember the scene, I just remember the scene in Jurassic Park three where they have to dig through the dinosaur poop to find the satellite phone because it's ringing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man, that's a great movie. It's a really good movie. Better Sam, than the Lost World, dude. Yep. Sam Neill's the dude. If you disagree, then there's something seriously wrong with it. It's you. a contender for best Jurassic Park movie. I agree. Right? Like I mean I you love heard, you heard it first. I love the first right here on hot, Gab. hot take. Jurassic Park three is Dude, the I, best Jurassic Park. Yeah, I, I well, I don't know about that. I do. The first one though. The first one's good. It, it's not as good as the third one. Uh we're gonna have to disagree on the, this one. The first I, one is se- like second best, maybe? No, the first I can one, get on I can get on board with that. The first one is good because of like the achievements and all that stuff but the third one is a better watch entertaining maybe yeah it's a better watch okay all right well if i had Jurassic whatever park, you say man. the lost world Jurassic park three and what, what's the new one jurassic world oh if i had oh yeah okay Jurassic park lost world Jurassic park three and lost world no and Jurassic <laughs> world. god damn it listen man we've got jurassic park lost world jurassic park three lost world Jurassic Park 2, <laughs> Lost World. How many have there been? Anyways, Jurassic, I'd take Jurassic Park 3 every time. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I... That's the one I'd pop in. Listen, I'm not saying that I'm it's not... It enter- I'm not saying that it's not entertaining, but I feel like Jurassic Park... Maybe it's a nostalgia thing for me, because I saw Jurassic Park in theaters when I was nine years old, eight years old, and it blew my fucking mind out of, like, back of my skull. Yeah, no, see, I I had seen Jurassic Park and Mom had to take me to Chrome Core and have them put my head back together. Oh, goddamn. Okay, yeah, let's get back on point, because I'm going to keep calling... (laughs) I'm going to keep mixing up Lost World and Jurassic World if we don't move on. Okay, all right, so there's some, like, random scenes here that don't really matter. We meet Jess, which is the main character in this movie, this, the girl in this movie, right? She's at an optometrist oh, yep. with her mom. She's developing scar tissue on her eyeballs, and she can't see very well. We see Chrome Skull back at Chrome Core, get out of bed. He looks at his face. It looks like dog shit, like literal dog shit. Yep. They, I mean, it looks like they just took pieces of other people and made a face out of it, basically. Yeah, it's skin graft. The skin graft scene was really cool. Yeah, that, yeah, that was, that was the credits. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> just going back to yeah, it. Yeah, no, I just... I, no, I agree. When we, we when we talked about it, we didn't talk about the actual part where they lay the skin graft down and how gross and cool it looks. Right, no, yeah. It, it's all, to, all around great credits scene. <laughs> so uh, ten thousand dollar phone eh yeah <laughs> oh sugar <laughs> oh so, sugar <laughs> so uh he sees his face it looks like dog shit he gets pissed off uh daniel harris comes into his room and she's like you don't need to hide you're beautiful basically right and uh she wants the chrome d yeah yeah and she and he's like all upset because bag has killed the girl from the first movie so she basically is just like, listen, bro, there's other bitches out there that need some killing, and here's a video of one that you can kill next, and shows him a video, and it's Jess that we just saw at the optometrist with her mom, right? Right. Then I, Dan- yeah. Daniel Harris goes and talks to Bag, tells him Chrome Skull's ready to build an, an, a new play place, is what she calls it. Dope. At 
a chrome factory. Oh, no. He's going to build his new chrome skull play place at a chrome plating factory. Chrome core. Going to bring back Discovery Land. They were really digging in there and letting you know, like, there's lots of chrome involved in this. Yeah. No, I mean, it's all about the chrome. Mask is chrome. Phone is chrome. License plate says chrome skull. Building. Makes chrome. Makes chrome. (laughs) (laughs) Chrome. So there's so much much chrome happening. Chrome gang. Chrome gang. There's a... Oh, no. That's right. No. Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. So there's there's another scene of Jess. So this is basically like an introduction to Jess, and they, like, build her up as the lead character. She is... Her and her friend are about to go out. They're getting stoned, smoking some... They're smoking dubs in their bedroom, and her friend's like, listen, bitch, I'm going to go get some popcorn, and you just put your makeups on or whatever, and you, she goes downstairs. Your makeup. <laughs> you put your makeups on. She, she goes, you sounded like Matthew McConaughey. You don't even, like, try, and you sound like Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> You're welcome. Were you just playing, what, Velmer and fucking... <laughs> yes. Next Generation? Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. While her friend is downstairs getting popcorn, Chrome Skull shows up, right? Yeah, he does. He, he does a, one of his classic knife throws from across uh, the room, and it dude, sticks in her fucking... Oh, so good. In her cheek between her teeth and, like, the outside part of her cheek. And then uh, he, he walks up to her and grabs it. And like, you know, like we said earlier, this thing's got... When I say serrated edge, this thing is like fucking serrated on the back. Yeah, it's got fucking teeth on this motherfucker, like inch long spikes on one side of the knife, and he saws the whole like that whole yeah, side the of whole her face. Side off. of her face. Yeah, it's a great watch. It. That's a great scene, man. And that's what Robert Hall does so well, dude. It's like when it comes to not cutting away and showing like. Just, just the some, intensity yeah. of stuff like that, like some it, it, nasty mutilation, dude. It's amazing, man. He fucking crushes it. This is this is a, this is a really dope scene right here. So we get another quick shot of random, <laughs> of random, of random. We get another quick shot of random. We get uh, Max and King, uh, the cops. They're investigating her getting murdered, and Jess has been kidnapped at this point. So Jess gets kidnapped. Cops are investigating her friend getting her face sawn off. Yeah, do basically. they are at this point? Are they suspicious of our main character guy? No, no, not yet. I don't think. Okay. No, 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 no. Because I mean, they interview him when they find uh, not Bobby Sue Luther right dead. Yeah. But at this point, yeah, okay. It's yeah, it hasn't on. happened yet right. because he's still. No, he's gone now. He, like, took off, right? right? Okay. So cops review the cell phone footage from Jess's friend, I guess, and you see Chrome Skull in the background creeping by a window or something, and they're like, oh, there's some guy with a chrome mask back there or whatever. I don't know. He was, they, they know that there was somebody in a mask there, right? So this this is where a Tommy walks home alone at night. Boom. Did you get that reference? I mean, a girl walks home alone at night? Boom, nailed it. I nailed that reference. Why? I don't know. I just I used it with oh, a different I, with a different name. Oh, I I just thought you meant that this reminded you of it. No, I said a Tommy walks home alone at night. Yeah, no, I get that. You were just throwing joke failure. You were just throwing his his, <laughs> his, his name. I was looking. I was looking for deeper meaning. I wasn't. 
taking it as a surface joke. They, I, I saw the... I saw the twinkle leave Daniel's eyes when I said that. It made me very angry. Oh, he's so mad right now. No, so, I was just trying to figure out in what way this reminded you of a girl walks home alone at night. No, not at all. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, so he goes to his apartment. His girl, his his roommate basically tells him how shitty he is as a roommate. Right. Uh, this is where we see the sexy bitches are my favorite bitches. <laughs> yeah, he's watching some f- old footage on his laptop or something, right? Yeah, of him and his friend from the first movie that was murdered, and they're singing along to the song. They're just like they're like jumping through like a circus, like hand in hand, basically, and they're like, "Sexy bitches are my favorite, favorite bitches. bitches," and they're just like, I don't know. He's watching all these old videos of his friend that died, reminiscing, and he puts his headphones on so he can get the full effect of their cell phone recorded videos on his uh, <laughs> tube TV. <laughs> that he, that he yes. Has. And so now Chrome Skull shows up again, right? Yeah. So at so this point, do we know which Chrome Skull is the real Chrome Skull and which one's Bag? This is still... This is all... It's Bag, right? Oh, I thought it was just Chrome Skull, but it's not. You're right. Yeah, I think this is all Bag at this point, right? So he, he shows up and uh, he kills Tommy's roommate while Tommy's listening to the headphones. He's This See, is a pretty cool one, too. I didn't, I didn't think this was Bag because... At the end, after at the end, he makes a point of cr- creating a Chrome Skull face mask at the at Chrome Core, since they are now at a Chrome factory. Okay, you might be you might be right. Yeah, yeah. So like, I was just operating under the impression that this was Chrome Skull, but it's very possible that it's not. Yeah, I guess I didn't pay that close enough attention. To, I mean, because I know that like when it's bag, you can see his bald. No, he doesn't have a bald head yet here. No, yeah, because he shaves his head. Spoiler alert. Yeah, sorry. I yelled that. Well, that's okay. (laughs) So I just, yeah, that thought never crossed my mind, to be honest. Yeah, so anyway, one of them, Bag or Chrome Skull 1, shows up. and He's Chrome Skull. He doesn't need to have a 1 behind his Yeah, so there's Chrome Skull in the apartment. Yes, that's yeah. correct. Yeah, continue. <laughs> yeah. And he stabs the roommate in the stomach and cuts her up the middle with his knife. This Another time. really good one. Yeah, cuts her right up the middle, and of course, when he gets to her breast area, it lifts her shirt up. So you get Hell some yeah, titties. Get some, get some titties in your face. Then he shoves his knife in her mouth, like yeah, like full on mouth stab, which was fucking also awesome. Basically, the entire plot... I feel like the entire plot of this movie, at least the kill scenes, could be explained with Cannibal Corpse song titles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's raped with a knife. Oh, for sure. Got any other ones? I I mean, Meat Hook Sodomy. (laughs) Well, that doesn't happen. I've seen a movie where that happens, though. Pretty much. Skullful of Maggots. That happens. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there's other ones. I literally could pull up any album and probably... I mean, obviously, Cannibal Corpse has released so many albums, you could probably just say disgusting stuff, and it's probably Cannibal Corpse songs right. names. Oh, songs, for sure. Songs names. Mutilate the Stillborn? That's necrophagist, motherfucker. I, I know. We're not even going to get into that conversation right now. Sounds the same. They're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sorry. About legitimately started a fight right there. Yeah, we, we're going to have to pause this now and wrestle for a while. And I'm going to have to 
Never mind. We're just going to stop talking about necrophages. Yeah. So, so hold on. I've got like a blank spot here. Tommy doesn't see any of this or hear any of this because he's got his headphones on in the bedroom. The next note I have is that Max, the cop, shows up to bring Tommy in. So is does he come to the apartment? I can't remember. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, no. He goes out because Tommy go. Tommy leaves to go get some food or something. He doesn't even realize she's dead in her bedroom. That's right, yeah. And they pick him up outside his apartment. Yeah, so the, they take him back, and then he confirms to the cops that, yes, that's Chrome Skull. That's the guy that killed everyone last night, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I, there's, it doesn't... I, I don't think it tells you how long. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same day. Even though his hair's way long. <laughs> so they... Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, no, some like continuity s- error? Some time should have Robert passed. Hall, are you listening? <laughs> no, I mean for sure though, like it's implied that time has passed, right? Yeah, yeah. They're gonna have to Superman that dude's hair with CGI. No, I mean it's fine. In later releases. Not a plot hole. Continuity error though. No. <laughs> yeah. so it could have been six months later. It wasn't. It could have been. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, tell I me, it, tell been. me in this plot how that isn't how. It could yeah, I mean, have it, there's been. no like it. Does, yeah, I mean, it, there's no way of knowing. We'll have to ask Robert Hall himself. That's what I'm saying. Robert Hall, will you answer this question for us? Let us check yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, leave a leave back. a review of the podcast with your answer. Yeah, just on the iTunes podcast store, and or my personal Facebook page. Either or. Okay, so. Tommy tells the cops that it is Chrome Skull in the video. Now we see Jess. He, we cut to Jess now. She is in at Chrome Core, basically. In, in, in a coffin. In a coffin, which is... That's that, his... That's his M.O., man. his mule. Put him, in, <laughs> put him in a coffin and film him screaming a lot and then murder him, right? Right. That's what he does. Yeah, and they're bit, so as this is happening... A uh, bag is walking around checking out the new play place that they're being that they're building for Chrome Skull, and he's got this. Basically, it's like chain link fence and a big square with like torture instruments all inside of it. So now, instead of Chrome Skull having a barn in the woods that he's doing this in, he's full blown like manufacturing murder at this yeah, point. No, it's big business now. Yeah, so he's Co- it's essentially a one for one for the Coke Industries headquarters. Yeah, right. Just same bunch, exact. Just a bunch of young women being murdered, same exact, and raped, and stuff. Same exact, same exact thing. That's a great comparison. Yeah, thank you. So we also see Bag. He goes into the guys that are making the weapons, and he's like, "Hey, by the way, draw, th- make this," and just draws real quickly on a piece of paper like six knives turned into like a knife saw. Uh, what was what did I call it? I can't remember. Scissor saw. Yeah, it's like a scissor. It's got springs on it, so they like open and close too. But if you have it all the way extended, it's just like six knives in like like a a circular pattern. Like a buzz saw that spins. Yeah. So he's like, uh, make one of these, please. And they're like, yes, sir, boss. Dropping some schematics for the chrome core. Yeah, yeah. And this is where, right after this, is back at the police station, and Tommy's talking to King, which is the younger cop, and they come up with the name Chrome Skull. This is where the name Chrome Skull comes from. Not his license plate? Well, yeah, that too. God damn it, I forgot about that. (laughs) 
I was like, damn, there it is. And that's not where it is. No. That, yeah, I mean, I don't know that anyone calls him chrome So what was, the, what was the point of this scene then? Because they were like, oh, yeah, he's got like chrome on his face. And the cop's like, like a chrome skull or something like that. And then they're like, yep, that's what we call him now. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just stupid. I, I mean, maybe it was just to, yeah, to reiterate. Again, if you hadn't watched the first movie... And you just picked up on the second one. That's maybe a necessary piece for you. Yeah, I don't have any problem with it. It's fine. Yeah, no, and well, and, and I mean, whatever. I mean, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But yeah, no, I I don't know that anyone ever calls him Chrome Skull in the first one. So this might be the first time that someone's actively called him. I think. Chrome yeah, Skull. I, mean, I think it's the first time somebody said it out loud. But, but it definitely was on his license it's plate on his in the license first movie, plate, yeah. yes. Yeah, which is the, a terrible way to get away with murder with a chrome skull on your face. Yeah. So this is where King decides, he's like, oh, this guy has chrome skull on his license plate. He wears a chrome mask. Let's check all the chrome plate shops in the area. Makes sense. Right? So then we get a quick little scene of chrome skull communicating with Bag through video chat. Uh, he's basically just telling him, He's t- Bag is telling Jess that Chrome Skull is going to do horrible things to her, basically. So King sends this female detective to go check out one of the chrome plating shops, right? Yes. And uh, she finds Chrome Skull's license plate uh, laying inside, right? And she puts two and two together and starts nosing around. She starts no- illegally. Yeah, didn't no, get a, didn't no get a warrant. search warrant. Yeah. No, mm-mm. So she, she goes in, and basically this is where we know for sure this is bag because he's using the scissor saw. Yeah, and he's not. I mean, does he dress like Chrome Skull here? He, he's not no, wearing he's, a mask or anything. He yeah, just, he's got a mask on. No. at this, I thought at this point he had the mask on. Like, I thought he was, like, stealing uh, Chrome Skull's mask. I feel like it's been him the whole time, and then Chrome Skull, because he had the mask on. Did he have the mask on when he killed the girl? No. He was just... Oh, yeah, you're right. He was just pressed. Maybe he doesn't, man. I can't... I honestly don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. Because so I know many they chrome masks. On, they catch him on video cam... Uh, it's on video camera, and Chrome Skull sees him killing her on video and gets pissed off. That's right? right, yeah. yeah. But I don't know if he's wearing the mask or not. So why don't you run us through what happens to female detective real quick? Uh... Yeah, so I guess it's just me here now while Ryan, you know, goes to the restroom. So we're going to talk about female detective uh, who finds the chrome skull license plate at the factory. Uh, So she's just like poking around and we get bag in the situation. He realizes what's going on. So this is where we get the old knife saw put to use. Uh, so the female detective is like running around, whatever, going up these stairs and he throws the knife saw at her, the scissor saw, sorry, that's the better name for it, uh, and misses. It sticks into the stairs. So one half of it is buried in the stairs. The other half of the scissor saw is sticking out of the stairs. She's running up the stairs towards it. He gets her from behind and basically 
just smashes her face into these massive blades, and it is bad ass. So I've returned, and yes, this is a great fucking scene. This this is one of my favorite kills in the movie. Actually, I mean, when he stomps on the back of her head, yeah, and those blades like force themselves apart and like rip the sides of her head out, like that was just fucking. Yeah, it's pretty dope. So brutal and spring, super. It's like cool. a spring-loaded scissor going the opposite direction. Yeah, and then we get we actually see Chrome Skull now. He's watching this happen on his video feed from his room, from his lair. Yeah, from his lair in the factory, and he is not happy about Bag stepping in on his territory. No, I mean, he, yeah, he is this where no, this is not where he punches the mirror, but still, yeah, he's pissed. Yeah, Chrome Skull is the only person murdering around here. Yeah, no, when you have other people within Chrome Core just running amok, that's when things start to get dirty and the whole thing could fall apart. Yeah, yeah. Well, doesn't... Uh, Which is it this does. When... Oh, that's right. We also we missed a part here, though, because uh, Jess actually gets out of the coffin somehow by just straight up busting out of it by pushing it. So right. she, has super, she has super strength, obviously. She busts out of the coffin, tries to call her mom, and then for some reason, when you make a phone call inside this building, it plays over the loudspeakers. Yeah, they, they've got like a echo loop set up. Yeah, so she like calls her mom, and while she's talking to her mom, she's like, help me, help me, save me. I'm in a coffin <laughs> somewhere. And it's like playing over the speaker, so if anybody tries to make a phone call in there, everybody hears it, basically. Which I'm going to say, for a professional murder company, seems fairly... Fairly unrealistic that she would have her cell phone. See, and I, I thought that was funny too, because like, why in the fuck didn't they not take her cell phone from her? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Really. They went in there and threw her in the coffin with her cell phone in her pocket. How? But what's funny is how fucking long did it take her to remember she had her cell phone in her pocket? Yeah, no, it, it, she's in there a minute. Uh, do you think maybe she didn't want to use it because it cost ten thousand dollars? Yeah, hers maybe. Yeah. Hers was hers was also like. Well, Same I, model minus the chrome. Right. I mean, like, if that's the cost of cell phones in 2011. Plus, it was probably like $500 a minute. True. She, maybe maybe she was on a prepaid thing and it just, she didn't want to use her minutes up. True. I, yeah. I mean, uh, track phone can get kind of expensive. <laughs> so she, she busts out, <clears throat> blah, blah, blah. Then the murder happens, right? Uh, Bag, the detective. Yeah, and Bag ends up finding her and handcuffs her to the outside of the coffin now for some reason. And I, I don't know. Max, and, Jess's mom also shows up at the police station at this point because she's missing. And Max and King, the cops, try to use Jess's mom's phone to trace the call. Uh, trace and, the call. Trace the call. Yeah, and while they're doing this, Tommy's like, "I'm gonna go get a cream soda or something." And he goes downstairs to the vending machine and Bag. All of a sudden is there. So this is another one of those weird time jump things. Like, is this fucking factory right next door to the police station? Or is this an hour later? You know? Yeah. Again, I would argue that it doesn't matter. Yeah, it really, do- it really doesn't. But I found it semi-annoying. Huh. How did you know? Okay. Well, we'll just fucking stop talking about it then. <laughs> so it, he, um, Tommy goes to get a soda bag, kidnaps him. No big deal. From the police station which is ballsy as fuck. On camera. Yeah. On no cam- mask. No mask on camera with a huge knife. And uh, he takes him to the play place with Jess. And then we find out here that Danielle Harris almost kind of pulls uh, Chrome Skull's strings, right? I mean, she's kind of like... 
she's like shaving his head and telling him like exactly what he needs to do next. And he's like, she's like massaging his scalp. Like yeah, she's totally into it. There's definitely more than like, I, there's definitely a power grab going on from her. Oh yeah. Well, it, her and bag both are like vying for, to be like basically Number like two. the next Chrome skull. You know, like I want to be your right hand skull. Yeah. Your chrome handed your right hand. I want to be your chrome handed glove on your right chrome handed hand. Your right handed splint, finger splint, cast. <laughs> yeah, chrome, like all chrome of those, cast. All of those things. Chrome cast? Nailed it. That's an actual thing. I know. We're gonna get sued now for saying uh, no, that. No, that's fine. Uh free advertising, Chromecast. Yep. Everybody You're listens to this podcast. So welcome. You are welcome. So, so we see we Max and King the cops and I keep saying the cops but I feel like people don't know who we're talking about half the time. No, it doesn't matter. Max and King make a timeline using Chrome Skull's known attacks, and they split up to investigate the plating, the Chrome plating sites, right? And then Chrome Skull fires Bag because Chrome Skull's like, "Please let me kill Tommy. Let me do it for you." That's I mean I don't know what he actually says, obviously, but and Chrome Skull's not having any of it, so. Well, we also want to. Chrome Skull doesn't actually talk to anyone. He no, uses, he uses text. It's like it's like a video chat, but he only it's like AOL Instant Messenger with video chat. Basically, that is what something it is. that ten thousand dollar phone does. Yeah, something that we don't even know anything about. Obviously, right. So he he it's fires cr- Bag. Chrome Core developed software. Yeah, yeah, and so Bag gets pissed because I mean Chrome Skull is like, no, your your position is no longer needed at this company because. That scene with Danielle Harris giving him a head shave, she basically tells him, like, you need to get rid of this guy. He's going to be, you're going to get caught because of this fucking asshole, basically. Right. So he fires Bag, and then Bag tells Tommy and Jess, he's like, uh, find something to fight me with, and I'll be back to get you. And he runs away, mm-hmm. basically. So we see all this, all this last little bit, it all happened so fast, I think. I mean, because... Yeah, so that would... I, I would say my only complaint with the movie is maybe some of the pacing. It's uh, very, like... It's very, like... Well, uh, no, it's, like, it's kind of drawn out, and then everything else happens really quick. Yeah, no, the last little bit of it is just, like, boom, 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 like, one thing right after the other, because, right, like... Which is fine. I, I don't... It's no, not, yeah. It's, like, I'm, that's, like, grat... I'm grabbing for something. We to still about. love this movie. Yeah. So I mean, take it for what it's worth. But yeah. Anyways. So it, bag runs away, tells him to get the weapons so he can fight him basically, and then we get a shot of Chrome. So this is basically what it is all built up to is the battle of the Chrome Skulls, right? I mean, <laughs> essentially, yeah. Yeah. There. So Chrome Skull, we see uh, kissing the girl's mouth. He's got the girl's body in his room. And he bends down and kiss, kisses her dead mouth, and then puts his finally puts his chrome skull math, math mask mm-hmm. on. But see, this is why I feel like everything else in the movie. Yeah, no, that's why it makes sense that and it's all bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just literally didn't even think about that when I was watching it. Yeah, so he, yeah, so Bag has done all the committed all the murders up to this point. Chrome skull's had enough of it. He puts his mask on after kissing his dead... I don't know why he was so obsessed with Bobby Sue Luther in the first one, or not Bobby Sue Luther in the second one. Yeah, because there's, there's a lot of girls in coffins that are just dead that he hasn't like had hanging around for a while. Yeah, like decapitated it's, and like stuff. He like, he just like kills them and leaves their bodies in there, but it's like... 
there's no, uh, they weren't special. There was something about Bobby Sue Luther that was just and the new girl special. But see, the new girl it doesn't even make sense because it was like Daniel Harris was just like, hey, here's somebody to kill, and he was like, Ugh, like right. got obsessed with her immediately. Like so, I don't know his, I don't know what his motive is and why he chooses these girls, but it doesn't. That's another yeah. thing that doesn't really matter. Don't care. Yeah. So. We cut to Bag getting a tattoo of the chrome skull mask and the scissor saw <laughs> on his chest. Did, was that a real tattoo, you think? I hope so. I really hope so, too. Like, I want to... I Like, if, if so, kudos to Bag. Yeah, uh, Brian Austin Green, if you're out there, let me see that chrome skull tat on your chest. Because, yeah, that's some dedication to Chrome Core. Yeah, and then he he shaves his head, too. Right. So this is where he's like, he's basically saying, like, fuck you, Chrome Skull, I'm Chrome Skull. Which, if this dude got a tattoo and shaved his head for this movie... Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. Right. I would be super... No, no, I would be really impressed with his uh, method acting... Just what, yeah, with the commitment. You think you think Bag is a method? You think he was method acting on nine hundred two one zero? He loyal, maybe. I don't know. I'm not familiar. Yeah, I've never. I don't me either. So I think my mom used to watch it. Oh, you used to watch it. Don't act like you didn't. No, I was more of a Models Inc. kind of guy <laughs> when we're talking about that kind of show. <laughs> okay. And then on a cliffhanger, somebody getting murdered, and they never showed who it was because it didn't get renewed for a second season. That's the way to do it. I'll hate it for the rest. I'll hate. I'll, you know, I will hate it for the rest of my life, but also love it. I bet you could look on the internet and figure out who it was supposed to have been. Probably. I'm sure the writer has. It's one of those things that are like at the same time. Do I really want to? Probably not. Probably not. No. It's not really not important in no, the it, grand no. scheme of things. No, no. So anyway, there's some stuff happens here. Uh, Tommy breaks Jess free. And uh, explains to her that Chrome Skull is like a murderer, basically. And he's <laughs> like, by the way, in case you didn't know. Oh, hey, this is a murder guy. This guy does murders. And uh, they try to find a weapon, but instead they find a ladder going into the basement. And so then they're like, well, let's find other stuff, other useful stuff. And they walk around, open coffins up, and they find... <laughs> A flashlight laying next to the decapitated head of one of the girls for uh-huh. some reason. I don't know if Chrome Skull just forgot it and left it in there. Yeah. Or what exactly happened. So they take it. They use the cell phone in the Yeah, they go down basement. to the basement and it works down there for some reason. I mean, in my experience as a human with a cell phone, the lower basements you go. are where <laughs> cell phones don't work in basements. Right. I'm, I have Sprint. It doesn't work fucking anywhere, especially yeah. not basements. Yeah. No, my my phone doesn't work inside of metal buildings. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which this seems like a metal built like you're in the basement of a metal building. Well then but but you're also it in is a, a fucking it, basement, dude. There's probably like three inches of concrete everywhere around maybe, you. Maybe. It's cause it was a satellite phone. It wasn't a satellite phone. <laughs> it was a track phone. Okay. Okay. A ten thousand dollar track phone. We've already been uh, over maybe that's this. why it was ten thousand dollars is cause she had loaded ten thousand dollars worth of minutes. Well, so what? So the cell phone was working when Jess called her mom, but it went over the air horn system, or the air horn, the <laughs> the uh, the I almost said unicorn the second <laughs> time. It, it went over the unicorn system, so it went over the system in there, the speaker system, right? They go into the basement and it didn't, right? Because it's not picking up the frequency, but that also means that the phone shouldn't be getting. Yeah, the signal. phone shouldn't work either. So it, whatever they use the phone, 
basically. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, they they make a call. There's a few small things you got to overlook in this movie. That's fine though. But it's fine. Yeah, it's really okay. It's a low budget horror movie. Yeah. That's awesome. That is great. Yeah, that's all you need to know about it, basically. So they, they call King. They call the cop and uh, tells him he's been napped. K- kidnapped. That was short. <laughs> napped. That was short for kidnapped. Okay. So Max, the other cop, and one of his cop buddies named Tiny go investigate the chrome factory where all this is happening. They try to find the female detective that disappeared there earlier. Uh while this is happening, Tommy and Jess break in the in the Chrome Skull's torture cage where all the weapons are pretty easily. Yeah, they like yeah. he finds a bar or something and like breaks the padlock off and like just walks right in. So Chrome Skull wasn't really planning on anybody escaping. I mean Chrome Core is obviously in its infancy. I think Chrome I think Chrome Skull on his own in the first movie was better off in his barn than he was with Chrome Skull in the middle of a city in a chrome plating factory. Yeah, but don't they end up... Doesn't Bobby Sue Luther somehow get a... Where does she get the gun from in the first movie? I don't remember. I'd have to, wa- I'd have to watch it again. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, but yeah, there's a large stash of weapons inside of uh, chain link fence. In the, the, plane, the plane place? In the plane place. In the plane place. So then we cut back... To Tiny, the, this cop that came with Max, finding a pile of blood and the de- other detective's bag. Badge. Badge. You got bag on the brain. Yeah, I, do, I got so much bag on my brain right now. Uh, so both Chrome Skulls show up at this point. One kills Max, right? The other kills Tiny, which uh, he, he saws Tiny's head in half with his knife. Pretty dope. Uh, this is the real Chrome Skull. Yeah, this Obviously, is a cool he's, scene. He's stronger. Yeah, he he saws him his head right in half, which was a really cool scene. And then a uh, faux Skull. Oh, I like it. Yep. Stabs Max in the head with his saw knife. So we've got Tiny and Max dead now. Like I, like I said, all this happens so fast. It's not like we're literally not skipping anything. Here. No, it's just man. like bam, bam, bam. All this stuff happens. So now, after those two cops are dead, faux Skull shows up at the cage where. Tommy and Jesse are hiding. Like, within seconds, he's there. Yeah. And he's, like, taunting them and, like, yeah, I'm going to kill you. And he's, like, rubbing his knife blade against it and making it spark and all this shit. And then the real Chrome Skull shows up and Which, uses he Mortal Kombat Scorpions. Yeah, him he, it's pretty dope. With his, uh, he's got these chains with, like, big hook, bladed yeah, like hooks on the hooks end. on them. Yeah, and uh, he then straps fake Chrome Skull up on, on the, the chain ca- on the, yeah on the chain link fence and he's like hanging there like crucifix style and then he cuts his throat so many times oh, it dude. cuts his head off yep and he's literally it, that's a cool shot too man cuz he's just sitting there back and forth with this knife over and over never cuts away just slicing this dude's neck over and over and over it's pretty gruesome yeah and then he he had wrapped the chain around his head under his chin so when his body fell his head was still hanging there it was tight. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, this is a great. This is a great kill. There lots of great kills in this movie. Not, really, not as many. I think they're not, they're not as memorable. I don't think as the first one, but there's some good ones in here. Yeah, I enjoyed all of them. No, they're all very enjoyable. I mean, kills. N- nothing will ever top the knife throw from the first one, dude. That is one of my. That's like a top ten kill of all time yeah, for me. No, that's. The perfect when he, when movie he goes to kill. yank it out and it's just like yanking her head with it and, and he stuff pulls it up. Yeah, right? oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, fucking great. Yeah. So, 
basically now there's a little cat and mouse game. Yeah, so Chrome Skull's fucking with Tommy. He basically took over from where Foe Skull, aka Bag, was and starts taunting them inside. And he ends up stabbing Tommy in the back through the chain link fence. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he also stabs Jess in the calf muscle. Right, because he kind of break. He just kind of leans into the fence and breaks through it. Yeah, he just. <laughs> the, the construction was not. It was substandard, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I was pretty disappointed with Chrome Skull's construction. Uh, maybe he knew what was going to happen. It may have just been shitty subcontractors, honestly. True. So, Jess runs away, or tries to run. Chrome Skull corners her. Tommy reappears and starts stabbing Chrome Skull in the back, like, over and over with a knife. A bunch his, of times. Yeah, and his mask falls off, and this is where Tommy sees Chrome Skull's true face. It's like a Jason... Yeah, like a yeah, like, moment where yeah, like you one see of those, Jason's, yeah. Jason Voorhees' face. Or in the Halloween movie where you see Michael Myers' face yeah. and it's like weird looking and stuff, even though that was like the only movie it was all weird looking in. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's cool. I like it. So Chrome Skull ends up catching Jess because Tommy's hurt pretty bad at this point. Like he's been stabbed in the back. Yeah, he's doing pretty rough. Yeah, so he takes her, throws her back in a coffin, shuts it, Puts a hole in the top and sticks his camera down facing her inside the coffin. And this is where King and all of his cop buddies finally show up. Even though it was so quickly, Bag got from the chrome factory to the police station so quickly, it took these guys what seems like fucking forever to get there, right? So three of the cops come in and find Chrome Skull uh, walking around his murder goodies. And they go in to cuff him, but he, dude, he fucks them up. Kills like, all of them. Yeah, he <laughs> pretty instantaneously. Yeah, he fucks them up quick. He he slams one dude's face down onto an axe. Dope. And it's like sticking out of his face. And then uh, the other two guys basically they get their cut their throats cut basically. Yeah, he like throws knives at one, and, or no, he hits one guy into the wall, and he gets stuck to the wall on yeah. some knives and cutlery of other sorts well he, he ends up he ends up catching jess again and putting her back into the coffin again and then like lays on top of it he's like looks like he's dry humping it yeah and he then wants her in the coffin yeah yeah and then then you hear the other cops calling jess's name and chrome skulls like oh let me go fuck these guys up too so he goes he kills one of them and then he, dude, he chrome plates this guy's face. Yeah, pretty dope. So this was a lot like Jason 10 or Jason X, right. whatever you want to call it, where the, you know, with the, it's like, what is, what, what is nitro, uh, liquid nitrogen? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause this is like, um, this is that like electro plating. Yeah. Likes, yeah. It's like flash. They use electricity and all that stuff or whatever. But. Yeah. And he sticks his face in it for a while, pulls it out and then smashes it on a table and it just explodes everywhere, which was a, a cool a cool shot. Pretty dope. So uh King ends up getting knifed in the side. Uh he he's falling down and King's going for his gun and Chrome Skull starts suffocating him with plastic. Yes. And then what's her name? He shows back. Jess, up. yeah. Jess shows up and distracts him by breaking his camera. And he is not happy about it. Well, and this, so I really don't get this. So he's got a camera on on his shoulder. And she breaks his camera. He acts all pissed off. And he goes over there and he takes 
the tape out of the broken camera, yeah. <laughs> puts it in his camera and presses record because he wasn't recording on his camera that he's wearing around. Yeah, that does. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. I never thought about that before. Yeah, I was just kind of like, hmm. Yeah, was so. What is he mad about? Yeah, and she didn't even destroy the tape because she's a big old dummy. Yeah, she just threw the camera down and like busted. Right, but he's literally got another camera and like obviously he's got money on his shoulder constantly. Right. So. So yeah, I mean he's got a ten thousand dollar phone. Fuck yeah, he's got money. True. Chrome he's core. He's got two ten thousand dollar. Chrome core is well backed. So. True. Jess runs away, hides in the basement. This part was funny because she was like literally right within his eyesight and he somehow just walked right by her and didn't see her. I don't know if it was supposed to be darker in there than it actually was in the film. Probably. And then on top of that, he, you know, he's got a face mask on that's probably obscuring his peripheral vision. Yeah, because she, what I, yeah, because he walks by her and then she hits him with a big rock over the head. And his mask flies off, and then she catches his face on fire with a lighter. Dope. It just goes up in flames. Yeah. Because of the because adhesive of the that he, yeah, yeah. He uses adhesive. If you've seen the first movie, he uses adhesive to keep his mask on his face. So she catches the adhesive on fire, and his whole face goes up into flames. And she goes to crawl out of the basement, and King is standing up there, and then he just like unloads his gun. On Chrome Skull. Yes. And you hear his body hit the ground. Chrome Skull makes one last attempt at her, though, when she's climbing up the ladder, and he, like, s- sticks his thumb in the knife wound oh, that's her, on her calf. in her calf muscle, yeah. And, yeah. It, like, that's what I love about Robert Hall is he'll show you, dude. Like, you see his whole thumb, like, enter that calf muscle. Yeah, like, it's disgusting. I mean, he has no problem showing you that stuff that a lot of movies, like... A it's lot of movies it, would be like it looks real. Like it doesn't oh yeah, look, no, it doesn't look fake. I mean, I would say ninety. The only special effect in this movie that I thought was not realistic looking was when Chrome Skull or Bag Bag, I guess, killed Tommy's roommate, the girl, and she's laying there and her chest is caved open, but you can tell it's totally just a prosthetic laying on her chest. Okay, and that's the only that's the only scene. I would say ninety five percent of his special yeah, effects I mean, are, like, are great. Literally, all of it looks amazing. Which Robert Hall comes from a special effects background, so it totally makes sense. I mean, that's what he did yeah. for a long time. Well, he's you know? good at it. Yeah, no, yeah, it's he's good. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, a lot of stuff for it looks really good. So basically, now they King and Jess walk out because they think Chrome Skull's dead, and the FBI show up. And they say, we've been tracking this guy for a long time. And basically tell King to fuck off. Like, get the fuck right. out of here. This is our jurisdiction now or whatever. And he quits. Yeah, he quits. The police force. Yeah, he's like, I'm done after that murderer. Right. Which, if that happened all the time, we wouldn't have any cops. True. <laughs> True. So, so, <laughs> so then we cut to Chrome Skull. Still alive. Yeah, oh yeah. He's picking up his camera and reattaching it. To his shoulder, and we we see Danielle Harris here say that we're moving the operation. We're gonna find the girl, and Chrome Skull should just enjoy himself for a while. And this movie literally ends with Chrome Skull walking down the middle of like it's like Times Square. No, it's somewhere in L.A. Yeah, but it's like this. I know. I, I don't yeah, mean actually. It's, Times it's Square. like the Sunset Strip. Yeah, it's like this huge, like busy place and he's walking down and maybe it's las vegas i don't know yeah maybe something like that full chrome skull attire it was halloween yeah that's right because other people are wearing masks and costumes and stuff yeah Yeah. so he just walks down the street the movie ends with him just walking down the street like slow-mo 
full chrome skull Dope. Get up. can't wait for the third just one just waiting for mm, his next murder i can't wait yeah robert hall let's get on that immediately immediately ASAP. i need more chrome skull in my life i need to know what is going to happen i need to see the kills i need to know what what chrome core really is that's true we need some more are they funded by something bigger are there multiple chrome core installations all across the u.s or the fbi officers that showed up at the end of the movie and part got of the it girl part of it dude okay so i actually made a note that said they seemed shady l- as fuck right away a little fishy like right off the bat you're like these guys are not actual fbi guys nope. so I, I don't know i I'm super excited for the next one. I know they announced a while back that they were working on it. Yeah. I feel like it's been Should a fucking... See? I didn't even look if there's a release date. No, I don't think there's a release date. I think they just started working on it, I don't know, towards the middle of last year, I believe, because uh, I remember getting the... We got... I saw the news that it was happening, and then randomly Robert Hall actually messaged me on Facebook on the Gorgab facebook and we had talked about talking about it so i don't know if it's something that's still going on we need to try to it's supposed to come out in 2018 is what imdb has it slated for they don't have like an exact release date or anything so i mean which could mean nothing really because you know something like hell oh by the way hellraiser judgment has a release date of february 13th it's called laid to rest exhumed that makes me really excited. I, yes, I'm stoked. I'm, I'm, yeah. That's that's it's, this is a movie I can't wait for. I love these movies, man. I mean, they're just great, gory fucking slasher movies, and it, it just, it's one of my favorite things. Yeah, no. Um, I, I mean, mean, I the, I own a bunch of gory fucking slasher movies. That's one of my favorite things to buy. Yeah, it's li- it's just everything I want in a horror movie. Both of them are. They're it's both gory, great. but you can laugh at the same time. Yeah, no, it doesn't take itself too seriously. That's the best thing about it is that I feel like Robert Hall has been around long enough to know, like, he went in and was like, I know exactly what the fuck I'm doing with this movie. I know exactly what I want it to be. And he fucking nailed it two times. Both times. And hopefully a third. I'm going to say he's going to. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it'll be pretty great. So, I mean, we already know what we're going to give this thing. So, but go ahead and give me your stab rating. 10 out of 10. 5 and 5. Five and five, sure. Five yeah, gore, I, I, yeah. I'll five just, enjoyability. These are these are hands down my favorite. I think I gave the first one a nine initially. Watch, like I said, when we first watched it, the first one and then the second one. I think I thought I liked the first one better, but after a second viewing, I definitely like the second one more. It's great, man. And yeah, no, I well, love it's it. one of the, it's one of those sequels. <laughs> it's kind of like The Godfather too. It expands on the mythology. It introduces new characters that are good. It's just that it, it does everything right. And I, I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna give this one a ten, just because it's a classic. I mean, just because you can't you can't go wrong with Robert Hall's special effects. The gore is fucking badass. It's brutal. Like they just don't make many movies like this anymore. So when you see something like this, I latch onto stuff like this because it's really hard to find stuff like yeah, this. Yeah, no, that's the thing. There's not been another movie in the last whatever how long how long has it been seven years that has come out that lives up to this no i i don't disagree at all man i i mean i'm sitting here trying to think of a slasher movie that's come out i mean unless you go into like 
you go into that underground, like really, really low budget, just super gonzo gore stuff. But this is like an but actual still, movie. Right. And that stuff like maybe fun or whatever, but it's not. It's not even really it's, fun. It's not the same. It's Have you ever seen August Underground? No. No, it's literally just like it's filmed like uh like found footage style. It's just literally these dudes mutilating and torturing these people and it's intense as fuck. Like it's really it looks real. A real not real, but it's real enough that you're like, "Oh fuck, that's fucked up," you know? Yeah, no, but yeah. I get that, and that's not what I'm talking about. That's not that's that doesn't get a 10 out of 10 for me. No, for sure. Uh, well, it's like uh you know what I mean? Like, like I said, you haven't finished yet, but Brawl and Cell Block 99's got some brutal, brutal deaths in it, but nothing like... It's not a slasher movie. Like, right. This does it in classic slasher style. So 10 out of 10 <clears throat> from both of us. 20 out of 20. 20 out of 20 total points awarded. <laughs> Robert Hall, you win a prize. Not, I mean, not really. Yeah, don't we don't have anything. We don't have you. anything to give away unless you want to just come drink a beer. Yeah, yeah. Which I'd be totally cool with that, probably. Probably. I mean, I don't really know this person, but... I mean, I'm down. You can come. If you're ever in, if you're ever in Tulsi Town... Have a, come have a beer. Come have a beer. So, I, that'll do it for this episode, I guess. In two weeks, I'll be back here with my bro, uh, Matt, doing... I don't even know what we're going to do yet, honestly. I haven't even thought about it. We'll think of something good to do. Uh, we did Wishmaster together, and I've been thinking about doing the other Wishmaster movies. Uh but man, I watched Wishmaster two a couple weeks ago, and oh, it's, just, it's such a pile of trash. Tough man. to get through. I love the first Wishmaster. Second one's fucking shit. I got all four of them for Christmas, <laughs> in a collection from Vestron, yep. and I just don't know if I care to do another one of those. But we'll we'll come up with something. So we will see you next time. Daniel will see you two times from now, or one and a, one. Dosey do. <clears throat> Skip a time, and Daniel will be back. Until next time. Hang it with you. Hang your... Hang what? Uh, yep. Hang it. Uh-huh. Hang it with you. This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart. <laughs>